0: Hey, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Brutaliano's Hot Podcast. I'm your host, Harrison Barron, and thank you guys so much. So I have a couple things to tell you. This is going to be a less than three-minute intro. Um, first, right off the bat, I've been doing a ton of work in the podcast studio. We now have a TV. We have a new table. We have um, some – just the whole pod, the whole studio has kind of changed. We have a bar. There's a couch now for those of you that haven't been in here before. Uh, just a tremendous amount of work has gone into this place. Um and it's all pretty much been finalized now. Uh, something I've been working on for like the last probably month and change, two months, is finally all coming together, so I just I genuinely appreciate all the support that you guys have given me, because without you guys, none of this would have been possible. Um, so I really, really do appreciate it. Um, next, I have a bunch of podcasts that I'm a little backed up on because I was doing work in the studio, and my company's been uh kind of all over the board as far as good things and bad things uh coronavirus is definitely not helping but i just want to some of you guys i do know some of you guys i don't know i do really really appreciate all the support that you guys have given me um continuously so i I really really do appreciate that um you guys have been nothing but amazing so thank you guys so much for supporting me in this time um The podcast should be out regularly, assuming I can get them booked um, after I've released all of the ones that I have in the bank. It is going to be a little difficult with coronavirus, so I'm going to do my absolute best to get shows um, done, produced, but now they should be being released um, Monday or Tuesday, typically every week, um, again, and I have a bunch of people lined up and they were supposed to be doing recordings and stuff like that, but this whole coronavirus thing is really putting a damper on it. But I do genuinely hope you and your families are are safe and healthy for sure. Now, if you guys want to follow me and what's been going on in the studio, Harrison underscore Barron on social media. Um, if you guys want to follow this, the podcast stuff, uh, Brutally Honest Podcast, I'm doing my absolute best to stay up to date, but running a company and a podcast and being a fireman and all the other stuff that I do is not easy. Um, and that is pretty much it. Uh, if you guys want to check out anything that I've been working on, harrisonbarron.com. I've started a whole kind of branch of my company where I'm doing online trainings, teaching people how to make content and all that kind of stuff. That is where you can go find that. I also have a great blog that I contribute to pretty regularly. And that's it. That's it. I'm just beyond excited to kind of get my life together. This is kind of today was the day where everything came together and now I'm producing this episode. So you guys have been with me this whole time. I genuinely 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 do appreciate it. It means the absolute world to me. So without any further ado, and I'm going to mess up his last name on accent, but I apologize. Please welcome my friend Noah Persei. Pretty sure it's Noah Persei. But enjoy the episode as much as I did. It is a bit shorter than they normally are. And we're going to get into it. Right. Now. Alright guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Brutally Honest Podcast. As always... I am your host, Harrison Barron. Thank you guys so much for coming and hanging out with me. I appreciate all of you guys. Uh, Honestly, without you guys, this wouldn't be possible. Um, And I definitely wouldn't be well into the hundreds of podcasts now. So uh, thank you guys all for your continued support because it does mean the world to me. Now, uh, last episode, I, had, I like raced through it because it was the holidays, and I wanted to make sure I got something out for you guys, but this episode, I get to talk to you guys for just a couple more minutes before the show. So, as always, uh, if you guys want, go check it out, brutallyhonestpodcast.com. Uh, same thing on Instagram, if you guys want to follow me personally, it's Harrison underscore Baron. Uh, but if you guys want to support the show, um, Brutally Honest Podcast on Patreon, uh, I am working on putting some things in there now, that's now my, my next priority, now that my course is, is basically done. Um, and if you guys want to check out the course, if you're in sales, if you're looking to update your LinkedIn, anything like that, definitely go check it out. It's Um That's pretty much it as far as sponsors go. I really haven't been reaching out to sponsors, uh, so so that's why there's really no sponsors anymore. But I I partially take blame for that. But also, I don't want to bombard you guys with ads. Uh, this this show is uh, more fun for me than anything, and and you know if I do make money on it, great. But if I don't, it's not like I'm gonna I'm not gonna freak out or anything like that. But that's pretty much it. Uh, if you guys want to go support the show, that's all that kind of good stuff. Um, life's been cr- pretty pretty crazy. I, I was I took a long time to work on this course. Uh, the course is now done, or at least done enough that I'm okay with it. So uh, I have no problem one releasing it, and also number two, it's kind of where I've been spending a lot of my time the last couple uh, weeks. So that's why you guys there was like another little gap, but. Uh, I'm starting to do some Zoom calls so Zoom calls will be happening you'll uh if I think they're good enough they'll definitely be on here if they're not the quality that I really really want I'll going to end up putting those on Patreon I'll I'll let you know when those are on there so if you guys want to go and check it out for literally $1 you guys could go listen to it I think it'll be pretty cool if they're on there but otherwise that's just another way for you guys to, to support uh that's pretty much it um bunch of new podcasts coming out scheduling a ton of things and that's it. That's it. Business has been exploding. Um, I know that a lot of you guys kind of keep up to date on my life and all that kind of stuff. So hugely appreciative of that. Um, and I'm not gonna waste any more of your time. We're just gonna get into this. Another short little opener. <coughs> I'm also fighting a cold. I've been fighting a cold for like a couple of weeks now. So you guys are gonna realize that I sound a little different um, for a little while. So I apologize. It's just the nature of the beast. I can't. I can't record I tried and I tried to slow down for a little while while I was really sick. I'm getting better. I still have a cough and, and some uh, sniffles and stuff like that, so I apologize. but my guest today is my friend Noah uh Posay, I think is how you say it. I should probably know how to say his name, but he, I think he says it on the show, but anyway. He's been on once before, uh, a long time ago. Uh, this is going to be an awesome show. It was an awesome show. I had so much fun with it. It was good to see him. It is a little shorter, though. Uh, he did have to run. He didn't let me know, but that's totally fine until, until he got here, and he's like, I got to run. And I was like, all right, no big deal. Uh, so we, we had a great podcast. He's, he's coming on again in the near future as well uh, to do a round two because he's just an awesome dude. He's, he's a professional on the microphone, which I, I value a lot. So I think you guys are going to love this one a lot. So without any further ado, please welcome my friend Noah. Welcome to the show, brother. Good, Good to, to be have back. You back. It's been a long <laughs> time. <laughs> long time. I actually you're on uh you're on my list of people to go or were on my list of people to go through because I was like it's been so long since I've reached out to so many of these people. Like literally one of my earliest podcast guests um reached out to me and it was like, it was, it was so cool. He was like, "Hey, man, uh, I saw you on Facebook, and I see that you're doing like this whole marketing thing now. Like, I love it. Love to like figure out how to work together. I know you work for, you know, the IT company. Like, it was just so cool how it all came together. And like, he was like one of my first, like, probably half a dozen episodes or dozen episodes. How long have
1: you been doing it? Two and a half years. Jeez, and I, I was in the twenties, right?
0: You, uh, I believe so. Yeah, you were one of the earlier guests. Yeah, and uh, it, it was, it was so cool that like he reached out. Another guy wrote me this beautiful compliment. Um, I'm actually going to share it because it was so cool because uh, my podcast, guest, uh, or podcast community, I feel like, would, would like it. But it was basically like, hey, man, pow- just want to let you know basically the power of your podcast. So um, – and I don't want to show the name because uh, he, he has been a guest before. But basically he was like, hey, funny things happened this week. Uh, basically a law firm is looking to hire myself and staff and – um they actually knew who i was because they had listened to your podcast and also uh, a mutual friend of ours is also looking to hire myself and my firm uh because of they've heard uh a, they've heard of me on your podcast and they've listened to the show and like he didn't pitch anything which is the coolest part about it right and it was just like how it all worked because of the show and like i'm like wow i don't, like, I don't even know that many people like Listen to it. Well,
1: that's the beauty of being around for as long as you've been around, right?
0: Uh, yeah, I, I would agree. You I mean, know, it's super it's cool.
1: Now, now it starts to happen, I would imagine. You know, it wouldn't yeah. happen the first few months, but been out two and a half years and people exactly. start to, yeah.
0: You know, that's the coolest uh, thing in my mind. Like, validation, man. Oh, my God. It's incredible, dude.
1: That's what we all want. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you want to know once you get a client, your first client, you start sure. it out on your own, right? Yep. As soon as you get that first client, it's complete validation that, you, oh, that yeah. you're doing something that somebody needs.
0: Yep. It's it's the coolest thing. Like it it's amazing how like all works. But like it, I feel like a business. You 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 provide something. Like typically it's tangible for most people in our world it's not necessarily tangible, right. but it's it's a it's a, it's a product or something, but like this is just sound
1: totally, but it's not it's it's words it's, oh, of it's course. everything what we're talking about sure. is and there's things relevant to, to somebody
0: but it's 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 so weird how like I started it, and like this is like I don't know it's just like weird you know you buy a cup of coffee, you see it right you buy software you get to use it there's n- just audio that goes yeah. in your ears, and I don't know, it's just and now crazy. you got video. And now video, yeah, now video. I would, have wore, I
1: would have worn my brand new hoodie had I known uh, it was going to be video. Ah, oh, it's
0: okay, it's okay. <laughs> Who knows if we'll use this? This is a totally guinea pig test. So I'm testing more audio things for my for my audience because you know t- clearly figuring out one solution is not enough. Right. So uh, yeah, and actually this will allow me to if this works really really well, I'll just take the camera and these two the the mic you know on the go and then leave this for in studio in studio, stuff. right. Um, and I just recently started doing zoom oh yeah I'm not sure how I feel about it uh, I did one show the other day he happened to actually have this exact same mic okay so the audio quality was good but it's just it's not studio
1: good and how do you do podcasts for, um, via zoom
0: so a lot of guys will just record their call so oh got do Like it. it's more for like I feel like it's better with interview style. Like this is much harder. Right. But um, I I found this thing called Spot a Guest and it's all podcasts. And if you ever want to check it out to get the word out about what you do, yep. Um, you go on there, you fill out your info, or you you sign up for the newsletter. And every Wednesday there's a new newsletter that comes out, and it's <coughs> it's podcast hosts looking for guests. That's cool. I think and, I've, I think I haven't heard of it. <laughs> um, sorry guys, I have a cu- nasty cough. Uh, hence why i have a cough drop on the table um so people reached out and i was like look i really want you to be in new york like i want you to come to my studio or i'll trek it into new york city if you're nearby right. i go but don't not reach out because i also travel a lot so i don't know if i'll end up in your hometown or driving past like some lady was in tennessee and i'm like had i known that a month ago i would have stopped in tennessee because i just did a road trip to austin right so i'm like Okay, you know, there's some people all around the country now that I've met. Business or pleasure in Austin? Um, Both. It's a great town. Uh, Yes, we didn't get to party all that much. We didn't really hang out all that much because uh, my buddy Antonio, who I think he's been on this show. uh, If it wasn't, it was the other show. But we drove down, and um, it was for him to move down there. And literally two days before he was going to move down there, the uh, guy that was leasing him the house or, or leasing the apartment backed out oh and he's like i literally have a job and everything and i just quit my job and all of that kind of stuff so i'm going and he spent four days looking for a place hmm. so we didn't get to party too much but it was a hell of a road trip yeah would t- highly recommend in a tesla nonetheless really yeah I, uh
1: i drove uh, cross country after graduating college with uh actually the co-founder of ripple Derek. okay yeah Very nice. so my my dad went to school uh, high school on long island with a guy that started. Uh, I think it's the number 1 um, Ford Falcon and Ford Thunderbird restoration garage in oh, wow. in North America. Yeah, this guy Jesus. Jim Jim Dotling and so he found he found a 65 Ford Falcon in Cape Cod and okay. he paid us, you know, he paid for our motels and and food to drive it over to Scottsdale. That's so, really cool. And we drove, yeah, we drove the southern uh, route. So we went through like Arkansas, sure. and Texas. Yep, and, yep, that's yeah. what I did. Yep, so it's a, it's a good time. If you ever want to yeah. get to meet somebody, know somebody, you go on a 20 hour, I mean, what, what's it tossed in? 20 hours? 24 uh, hours?
0: So normally, yeah, it's 22 to 24 hours. Yeah. In a Tesla, you have to multiply right. it by one and a half.
1: Because you got to stop and charge. Because you got to stop and charge. Yeah.
0: yeah. The most you could drive is, an, is two hours on a full charge. Right. <laughs> um but I tell you what though. Autopilot at 90 miles an hour, it's going to be middle, a little freaky
1: though. Oh dude. Hey, what? Hey, what what's the point you just you, you yeah. just let go, bro. I don't know. It's actually crazy I'm because on the if fence you with don't
0: that. let go, it fights you a little bit because
1: it's smarter than you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like you know how you're driving and you see cars and they kind of like yep. swat, you know, especially yep. when you're texting, yep. which you shouldn't be texting. It's illegal. illegal I mean, like when I view other people <laughs> texting and driving. Of course. Um, you know, they kind of veer in the lane. Dude, we went through the Appalachian Mountains from uh, North Carolina to Tennessee That's in autopilot. That's freaky. Yes. Very. There's so many times where I was like, it's sketchy enough driving through there at yeah. 75 mile an hour speed limits or whatever. Oh, my God. Letting something
1: else drive for you is the
0: scariest shit.
1: Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think I could do it. My uh, girl, My girlfriend has an Audi um, Q seven, and it has like corrective technology, sure. So it won't drive itself, sure. But but if you're if you're if you seem to be swerving off, it'll It'll, keep you, it'll bring you right yeah. back in. I, I'm I'm on the fence. I just I
0: I wouldn't want that. I would rather have self driving, right? But I oh, dude, I tell you what, it's especially in traffic. If you're a Long Islander and you have a house and you can afford a Tesla, you're a fool not to have one. Really. If you sit in traffic every day, yeah. they have crawl mode, bro. You pull up behind cars, and as soon as that car goes forward, your it, car
1: just creeps behind them. So it keeps four feet off the bumper or whatever. Every single time. So is it, I, I would imagine it's still illegal to text, even if you're driving a Tesla, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Dude, you can play video games in the car while you're parked. Um, <laughs> it will not let you do it while you're driving. But the whole roof, I didn't notice, the whole roof is glass.
1: So it's your buddy's Tesla? Yeah. Sick. And you're like looking, you're like, you're like a tourist looking at the mountains in in Tennessee, and
0: I have a I, I videoed the whole thing. I just have to put the video together. I have like four right, so hours. That's kind of cool. Footage.
1: Like if you're do if you're doing the Pacific Coast Highway or you're going from San Francisco to yeah. LA, and you, Because um, I did that once, and I was driving. Actually, the Ford Falcon that I was just talking sure. about, and I didn't really see anything because I was driving. Uh, and you that's
0: the one. The other nice part about where what we did was a lot of it was just like straight shots, mm-hmm. so like from new from new york down to north carolina we took 89 we took the coastal route first because i've done both i've done the coastal route and the intercoastal which is there are two highways that go all the way down there i forget which highways they are 80 i think it's 81 89 for some reason
1: um there's there's a highway that goes down the coast the atlantic coast not
0: no uh yeah yeah the atlantic coast not, not like 95. not like Pacific Coast Highway. Right. You're okay. still inland, like but 95? like you could still see the water. I think right. yeah, 95 in my right. be. Right. Got it. Um and we did that and he drove he drove for a majority of the time. I probably drove about a third, he drove the other. But like in autopilot You mean he was in
1: the driver's seat. He yes. wasn't really actually no, nobody driving. Actually he, drives set, the Tesla. he set the he, he set the miles per hour. That yes. is his That's big. That's it. That's it. You don't even have to use the blinker, right?
0: What do you mean? You don't change lanes. It automatically just follows the car in front of you. Like if you if you're doing eighty five miles an hour and the car in front of you is doing sixty five, it'll gradually just progress. So it doesn't change lanes.
1: So if the car in front of you goes fifty miles an hour, I did not know this. So if the car before in front of you goes fifty miles an hour and you're in a seventy five, it won't go into the left lane to pass that. No, car. not yet. Okay. It will that sets me a little bit that that's a little that that's the thing that bothers me i think is the inherent <laughs> risk of this car is making the decision to pass this car no, no, okay no. okay so i didn't know that i thought it i thought it was complete no it'll not. stop at stop signs it'll
0: i don't know if it stops at stop that's what signs. my son told me so we didn't have full autopilot there we have assistive driving okay. so i think there's like three levels so there's assistive driving which has basic autopilot then, like, the real autopilot, if you buy it, apparently will completely drive the car for you almost from destination to destination. Right. Um, what we have or what we had or used was, um, like, if you're in the left-hand lane, you set it to, 90, like, 95. We went 90 in autopilot. Um, but if you set it to, like, 75 and a car in front of you is going, front of you is going 55, you're not going to slam into them. Right. Like Gradually you would in any down. other car. And then you just slow it yeah Yeah. And, the, dude, you hit the gas and it's just... It sails. It's so fast. Wow. So fast. So you
1: were in the X or what?
0: No, the Model 3. Dude, electric motors are like dumb fast. It's insane. Wow. Insane. He had the Model S the night before and I didn't get a chance to drive it. But, dude, sick. You can see everything. And the car drives like. It's just awesome. It's. I'm not even. Like, I can't wait to get a Tesla just because I drove it and I got to see like how awesome it actually is. Like, imagine having the iPhone 10X. When the iPhone four came out, that's right. what it feels like. Really, literally, it's like I get into my Honda, which has a lot of cool features, and I'm like, "This is Stone Age technology." Model T. Yeah, yeah. I, and then you get in the Tesla, and you're like, "This is some alien shit." Yeah, this isn't it's normal of a movie. Oh, it's insane, dude! It's insane, and like flashing lights and this. It tells you this, dude. You control the the uh, the fans. And you could tell that, like, inside the TV, so there's one giant, like, screen in the middle of the two of you. You tell them, you could, they'll separate. They'll send the wind, the air over your shoulders. So, like, it just hits your ears a little bit. You could send it directly to your face. <laughs> like, there's no, like, figuring out. Right. It literally just shows you sitting there in the air, and you just control where you want the air. It'll, like, it and, and it could bring them closer together or separate. It, dude, it's insane, man. Are you
1: a car fanatic?
0: Not a car fanatic, but I would say enthusiast. Yeah, okay. But sick, dude. Sick. I mean, it has everything you could ever want.
1: Very cool. Let's talk about Ripple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, seriously, I was, um, when I was driving over here, I was like, it's amazing how things, uh, how much stuff changes. Sure. In two plus years, you I, know? dude, long time. I mean, you're on your own. Right? Yeah. I mean, the last time we were talking, you had, uh, a lot of uh, foam on the walls. Right? Yes, like oh, the there, little studio. There's a f-
0: whole foam wall behind you, actually. Behind but I was doing a. I was. I actually just did. A, I adjust this place as needed, and I need. What were a you green doing? Screen. What were you using the green screen for? Uh, for a customer of mine, um, he was recording a little video, and he wanted to be overlaid on the video mm-hmm. that he's. You know, he's, he's doing. He's giving a. Um, He's showing somebody how to do something, but he didn't have a webcam to capture it with a green screen behind him, so we recorded the two separately, and then I'll overlay that for him. Got it. So that's cool. why I have the green screen. Otherwise, it normally sits behind my computer, so I can be anywhere I want anytime. Nice. So has how is Ripple? Because two and a half years is eons in the software world. Yeah. And uh, the technology world.
1: It's good. We've, we've really um, fine-tuned the platform to have additional functionality that we've learned over the last few years. What's the, your website by the way? ripplecrew.com. And sure. uh, you know we we basically look at uh, users, what they want, what they need more than what they want because everybody wants everything. It's what you actually need to address the pain point of the dreaded annual review. Sure. Um, and so we've we've developed and we kind of change with the needs of our clientele. Um, we have changed our business model from a from you know prospecting to really targeting strategic partners. Sure, we, smart channel partners. Yes, we have fourteen strategic partners. Oh wow! In various spaces. I mean, the the unfortunately the ideal or what the the conceptual um, best space would be HR consultancies. Sure. The problem is HR is just so slow to change and so yes. slow to adopt. Yes. So we've we've kind of turned away from the HR, the strictly HR. We have a few strategic partners in the HR space, but we've um, we've hard targeted uh, PEOS, professional employer organizations, okay. and they and they work with existing companies to sure. essentially take over their um their H- their H- payroll benefits. Yeah, yeah. So you know we're, we're working with a few PEOS that have have really taken the long sales cycle component out of selling anything really. Because mm. if I'm selling you something that you don't have yeah. and we've never met and sure. you don't know that I can do what I say I can do, the sales cycle's brutally long. Oh, if, brutally. if, however, you're working with me currently and sure. then I offer you my suite of services and I add in, this sure. new talent assessment module, Ripple, mm-hmm. then you buying that for a few bucks a month for each employee is not that big of a deal because we've worked together for four, five, six, eight years. Sure. So you yeah, trust you already me.
0: have trust. You've you know, one person's already vetted it. Yep. You know, it builds credibility immediately.
1: And if I'm pl- if I'm as the PEO mm-hmm. or the consultancy, if I'm plugging it into my offering, that means I've already vetted it. So our relationship, you can say, well, if Noah's using it, then it must be, you know. Must be legit. Yeah. And so one of the the components to any strategic partnership is that that company has to use Ripple. Because if I'm selling you something and I tell you it's great, Mm -hmm. one of your first questions is going to be, well, how's it working at your company?
0: Hold on. I'm on a podcast, bud. Do you need a signature? (laughs) We just let people walk in. Real life. Do you need a signature? You can leave it there. (laughs) <laughs> just forge it. <laughs> but yeah, I'll, I'll sign it. I'll sign it. We're <laughs> just gonna continue. Hold going on a second.
1: On. Yeah. I thought you were doing like a casting couch or something. No, wow. no. I got a nervous and then
0: excited. <laughs> 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 uh, what's the uh Harris? Okay, no problem.
1: In yeah. Show we're so there us. you go. So, yeah, so that's that's the biggest change in terms of not really going after direct sales, sure. but existing client relationships with other companies. Um, and, you know, we've retooled our whole user guide to make it a lot more user-friendly so sure. that it acts as more of a resource sure. for customer service.
0: What do you think the number one growing, I would say growing pain and lesson learned has been since the last time I've seen you?
1: Um, So I've learned the, the there's an expression in sales, the fast no appreciating the fast no basically oh, saying that yeah. don't not please a fit. please don't yeah exactly i don't see a fit no i seem like a nice guy platform seems kind of cool kinda yeah you want to go and grab a beer i'm yeah, in but software is not for me it's men. not happening yep. i, I talked to my hr person they're not buying if my hr person doesn't buy it then i can't buy it i love that and it sounds crazy that oh, you want no. the fast no. Absolutely. Let me allocate my resources somewhere else. Sure, because then you're
0: sitting on time, you're thinking about emails to send. Yeah. And, and what do, I, you know, do I give him a proposal? Do I do this? Haven't do heard like, from
1: him in two months. I've follow, sent four emails, mm-hmm. I've called him, I go right to voicemail. Yeah, you know, it's like dating, you know? It's, oh, yeah. It, it's, and, and, and at the end of the day, two and a half years ago, I took that personally. Sure. Right. We sat at a networking event. You told me that you thought my platform was great. You said that you'd love to get it into your company of 100 people. The next day I send you an email, "Hey, so and so, it was nice to meet you last night. Um, here's some here's some additional information on Ripple. Sure. Let's let's get a, a demo on the books." Nothing. Crickets. Oh, yeah. A week but- later, follow-up email. "Hey, didn't hear back, just circling around." A week later, follow-up email. I took that personally, right? Oh, yeah, you can't, can't yeah. take it personally. And I'm a lawyer by trade, so, you know, Generally, thick skin. Sure, but when someone takes the time at a at an event and they talk to you for twenty minutes, you assume that they actually some are interest. genuinely interested on sure. some level, right? Yep. Not, I'm not looking for you to sign a contract the next day. So, in two and a half years, I've definitely appreciated the the ability to walk away from yeah, a prospect that I thought was great three weeks ago and just say, you know what? And, and honestly, Harrison, more times than not, if I ever hear from that person again. It's because they contact me a, a year and a half later, kind of like your podcast sure. guest, and they say, you know, I, I've been thinking about you, and we just had our annual reviews. They sucked. The yeah. That's what it is. And get know. the word out.
0: It's it's so funny, because right? people are like, you know, dude, has business been like, you know, you've been in business now for like a year and a half, and like, I didn't really, it's so weird. I gained zero respect from a lot of people I knew in business, till like, I, I hit like the full year mark. Yeah maybe even like a year and like three months because so many people like oh he probably put enough money in savings that like he could be riding this out yep you know it's like okay he's just burning the ship slowly right you know just making every day last as long as he can yep and like this summer like that year and like three month mark whatever it was i don't know if there's fake fairies spreading goddamn money dust out there but those dudes hooked a brother up yep and i'm just like Balls to the wall, as busy as could be, and it's awesome.
1: That's great. And you told me you told me about possibly expanding and yeah. getting some yep. people. So yep. that's that's good stuff. Oh, dude,
0: it's a home run. It's a home run. Like, it's don't get me wrong. It's a lot of work. Like, I'm super jealous of people that have like products where they're just like, oh, I gotta sell this, and then what's well, out the door, they get paid. Yep. You know, because every month I have to do. Or you don't
1: I'm- deliver it until you get paid. Yes. You want your ten widgets? Then you owe me a hundred dollars. Yes. Yeah. I'm not giving you the ten widgets and then expecting you to pay me a hundred dollars. In six months, yes. I mean that's because when I, when I had my uh, law firm, it was always yeah. I knew I'd eventually get paid, but it's a service, so people think you know your brain. I'm not I'm not producing something at a factory and then delivering it to you. Yeah, you don't have a tangible product, exactly. And so that that's the when you have a tangible product, the easiest way to do it in terms of getting paid yep. is do I'll you pay want this? You, then pay me. There that. you go. Yeah, exactly. Money exchange, give or take, right. Um, and yet, when you do, when you provide a service, you don't know when you're going to get that phone call that says that we need a thousand um, subscriptions to your product, sure. you know, to, to the to the software. That's the best thing that happens. Though. Yep, and and that's it's 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 honestly the other thing I was going to say about the two and a half year mark since we last spoke mm-hmm. is there's so many competitors now for you. So, yeah, really. So it and and it and it. Not not specifically what we do, but in this in the talent assessment performance evaluation space, sure. there are so many companies. Which obviously the market's huge because I think you were saying earlier, in order to be successful in anything, mm-hmm. someone needs your service, sure. and you need to be able to provide it at a level that exceeds anybody else's. Sure. So the competition is validating mm-hmm. because five years ago when we started this company, mm-hmm. five years actually October twenty third. Hey, congratulations! Two thousand fourteen. Um, Nobody's doing what we're doing. And now, you know, the most most sincere form of flattery, right? Imitation. So we've got, um, you know, I'll go into a sales meeting and a pitch and they'll say, well, is this similar to so-and-so? And And I'm not giving names Mm -hmm. in this podcast because I don't want to give competitor uh, information. Yeah, yeah, screw those guys. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, you know? Yeah, there's a competitor. And, And for everybody that drinks Coke, there's, you know, for every 20 people that drink Coke, there's 10 people that drink Pepsi. So there's plenty of market share to go around.
0: Did you, when you started your business, have a fear of running out of business? Like, because I've realized this, especially in new entrepreneurs, and I think that this was definitely true for me, but there was a point where I hit and was like, oh my God, I'm, ne-, you know, there's not enough business to go around. Yeah. The crap moment. The, yeah. Uh-oh,
1: what did I do? Uh-huh. And, and so I was talking to somebody uh, last last Monday night, there was a networking event in, um, in Farmingdale, and, and I was talking to him, and he had this hesitation regarding, he wanted to go on his own. And, and I said, how long have you been a W-2 employee? Mm-hmm. And he said, I've, I've always been a W-2 employee. I was like, so you've always gotten a check every two weeks? Yeah, sure. You got the taxes taken out, and you got the Social Security taken out. It's kind of annoying, but you always knew you could bank on it. And whatever it was, if it's 1000 $1, bucks, if it's 10000 bucks, whatever it is, every Friday, and, and, and at least, I mean, I'm a lot older than you, but when I started my first job, I actually got a paycheck. You know, now it's every Thursday night. You actually have it wired into your account, oh, yeah. and you don't even have I, to. I still got a paycheck. Yeah, yeah you know, oh. not that, it's not that <laughs> young. And so, I asked him. I was like, "Well, so the the biggest thing that I could offer you as advice is, don't, don't give up on your dream." What kind of profession don't. was it? Was he was he? a consult. He, he he's a consultant. He he goes in and helps people with oh, marketing. For a major yeah, company yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I but but you. he worked. He worked for. Um, Accenture big company, and he wanted to start his own things. He thought he thought some clients would go with him when I left my um, Employer in the city the though. Well, I if there's a non-compete, but there's also the market realities of companies that use Accenture are big companies mm-hmm. and it's very difficult for a big company to use a solo or even if he had two or three people that join him mm-hmm. because you want the credibility of saying that you're working Accenture's working with you on this project mm-hmm. versus you know, Joe Smith is working with you on this project. Sure. They might like you as an individual. And you may, in fact, do most of the work that, that Accenture but does. But they don't for the, see it like that. But they don't see it. And that's, you know, when I started my law firm in 2011, and after practicing law in the city and moving out to Long Island, you you know, I quickly got a New York City address because my clients would tell me, I need I need to know on their letterhead when you send a letter to some, you know, uh, competing or, or adversarial. Oh, I've, ha-
0: I've told people, people have told me, Dude, go buy an address in New York City, mm. a few hundred and bucks you a month. You could charge twenty-five to fifty percent more money. That's true. And I go, there's no way. He yep. goes, he goes. I guarantee you, you'll keep all the exact same clients. You get that New York City address, even if you don't work out of that place, and you go in there once a month and go get the mail. Yep. You will get. Significantly more money.
1: I think it's a little different now, only with the um, the advent of like WeWorks and Regis. I now think, it probably is. I think, you know, and, and being able to Google someone to see, okay, so he, clearly he rents at 25 Broadway, yes. which is a WeWork building. Mm-hmm. Well, is it the ninth floor or the fifth floor? Oh, it is? Well, then he's a WeWork guy, so, yeah. you know, he's- You
0: can bullshit detect anybody now. Exactly. But- yeah, when I first started, you know, because WeWork was still coming up. Now it's like, you know, like six months to a year after I, I would say I went out on my own. People were talking about WeWork, but it wasn't like in our language every day. We well, were,
1: and, and you see what happens with, with a company like WeWork, right? I mean – it,
0: it self-implodes because you have a crazy CEO? Four months ago. Oh, sorry. Ago. Did yeah. I say that out loud? Exactly. Four, <laughs>
1: months, ago, four <laughs> months ago, you have a valuation of $48 billion, and now you're at eight. So, Yeah. And and that I mean your summary is pretty on point. I mean, <laughs> a year ago I think there was an article in the New York Times saying that they owed thirty billion dollars in rent. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. if you're worth forty eight billion, then you can kind of justify that number. If sure. your value is eight billion, then thirty billion dollars in rent is not looking so great on the bottom. Yeah. Line, so. Um. Um. Yeah. So that enough. that was one of the things that I I learned over the last two and a half years. And then and then everything else is just kind of. You just get more comfortable, and and you want to expand into other areas. I'm I'm pointing towards healthcare um, sure. systems right now. I had a nice conversation with a guy up in Westchester who's got a lot of contacts within um, Northwell and NYU Langone. So, you know, and it's just not not Huge. not closing your eyes to any opportunity. You know, and that's you can't,
0: you can, especially in a small business world. Yep, you have to figure out that you can't turn your your head away to. Any opportunity, but you have to be willing to say no totally. to any opportunity. Which well, sounds crazy to some people. It's dipping your
1: toe, right? Yep. And when you dip your toe and it's super cold, then you get your foot out of the water, right? Mm-hmm. If it's a little warm, then you put your foot in and then maybe up to your knees and, and then see what open, happens. Yeah. yeah. But if it's cold, if it's if it's ice cold, that's probably not going to happen. Nope. Whereas two and a half years ago- if there was somebody breathing on the other side of the phone i took the call and i you know i mean it, it do you anybody, have a heartbeat right yes yes do you want to buy software exactly and, uh, and 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 it is i mean it's true um because you the desperation you know you're talking about the the moment when you're like oh oh crap mm-hmm. did i do the right thing everybody you sell to mm-hmm. who has half a brain in business they can sense desperation
0: oh Which probably also (laughs) is the reason why, and I would actually attribute that as part of the reason why it probably took me about a year and change to to have the business like explode. Right. And, you know, and the weird part is every time, every single time somebody asked me back in the day, I'd be like, oh, you know, business, it's growing. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't confident. And now, like the other people like, how's business? I'm like, it's, I, I'm I'm drowning. It's amazing. Like, I can't take, I can't. I, I just I need so much work like it's amazing like I'm just working like a fiends but I know I need to burn it all you know get you know burn all my midnight oil and all that kind of stuff and get the business going to generate income right you know you're gonna it's like growth periods of of an animal you gotta keep shelling and shelling and shelling to get to this monster and you know it's like now I'm fortunate enough to be hiring somebody full-time in the next month or so that's great you know and if you asked me what I first thought of my company, I would have been like, ah, I don't know how to hire somebody. Like, I don't know anything about anything. Yep. You know, and now it's like the starvation's gone.
1: How did you, um, when did you determine that you were ready to hire someone other than workload? Like, because uh, it's not just being busy, right? Being busy is sure. great, but you, you want be busy doing anything. sustained um, busyness.
0: I would say the fact that when I realized there was a lot of things that I was missing, that I shouldn't have been missing, right? Um, like
1: opportunities.
0: Opportunities. I wasn't like I was. It was. I wasn't organized, so that was p- part of it. I I didn't have time to like do like the daily posting anymore. Like it was right. just it, like it, and and I and I was missing a portion of like the creativity and like I was kind of running dry on ideas, and. Um, actually Adam put me in touch with this kid, Kevin, uh, Kevin sees the, the big future of the company and he's was like all set up on, you know, on board and he's been training with me for the last couple months and he's like eager to like get in the door and I'm like, okay, well now, now that I know you want to come here now I have to figure out how to pay for you. Right.
1: And justify it.
0: <laughs> I had a handful of clients like, I, you know, you start small, like, you know, I, I, I laugh because some people are like, Hey, can I buy your services? And I'm like, yeah, you know? oh, you know, hey, does, you know, $250 a month still work? I'm like, where'd you get that number? Oh, it's what you told me last year. Well, well, yeah, that was last year's pricing. Right. You can't go to the gas station, the gas prices went up today, and say, hey, I want yesterday's pricing. Right. It just doesn't work that way. Same thing. And they're like, I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm in the, you know, 1,000 plus now for that. They're like, 1,000 plus? What? Right. Dude, I was in desperado mode. You should have taken me up on it. I told you this is way lower than you should be paying. Right. But I'm willing to do it because I needed some kind of money. Yep. And now it's like I'm, I'm growing into this. I don't want to say giant because it's still just me. But, like, I, I'm no longer starving. I no longer need business. And I'm, I'm, I've figured things out. I've gotten more organized. And then I realized, like, okay, I need to bring somebody on at least part-time to start taking care of, like, the day-to-day tasks and things I just can't. It's all of, like, the manufacturing tasks. If it's going to be done over and over and over again, yeah, the process is the same, but like now he can do that. The the
1: things you can replicate exactly. with a fair amount of ease. Yep. Yeah.
0: You know, I don't expect him to take on massive website projects that have like four integrated things into them and like this, that, and the other thing and flow-throughs and all this kind of stuff. I would never expect him to do that. Not yet. Right. Down the road when he's full-time, I'll teach him all that kind of stuff, but for the day-to-day, excuse me, for the day-to-day, it's been tremendous. And now it frees up my time to get onto... My online course that I've built, my other things that I'm working on, the podcast again, right? Because <clears throat> I took a small, tiny little break from podcasting just because I, I had no time. Like, what was, do you
1: do? Pump out maybe once every three, four days? These? Yeah, once a week. I okay. try to keep
0: once a week. There was like a month that I missed. Okay. Um, How many total have you done? 120. Nice. Seven. I think I just posted. Uh, 120. I think it was twenty-seven. Yeah, one twenty-seven. All right. So, and this will be like, I think 129 or 130, because I have two others. That but you're working on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it's like, it's just, it's crazy. It's like, it's crazy to have done all of this. And like, when you start a business, I'm sure you went through this, and you're like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, I got like...
1: I have gone through it a couple times. Yeah, now. it's like, I
0: got all the stuff, I got all this stuff, I got I to just, bump, like, do-do-do-do-do. The,
1: the funny thing about starting a business is unless you work for like a Fortune 500 or a very large company, mm-hmm. say 500 employees, sure, it, most people work at small to mid-sized companies. Sure, and uh, you know I worked at a law firm in the city that had 45 employees, I think, but they were a Chicago-based firm, and they had 200 some odd uh, attorneys out there, and the, we were the New York uh, satellite office. And then I worked for a company that was, in and of itself, 50 a firm that had 50 employees. Mm-hmm. And as much as you think, because we were talking about the security of the W two employee, right, the the check every two weeks, sure, that security is is at least a little smoke and mirrors. In that, if you work for a small to mid sized company,
0: mm-hmm.
1: market industry realities can have a huge impact on bottom line stuff. So when I was the most senior associate at a at a firm with fifty employees. Mm-hmm. I was the biggest line item on the oh, budget. Oh yeah, you're the first one to get written off. So you think you got security, but yeah. if there's a problem and you got to cut, you got to cut some costs yeah, quickly. Take Guess who's 000. gone? Yeah. So you know, and I was telling this guy last week. I said, you know, I know. He's he's going to go through the same issues, you know. The 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 spouse gets tense because they're used to a certain lifestyle. You're used to going to, um, to the Bahamas hermit, instead of you know driving to Myrtle Beach. You know, I mean, there's there there. It's just the reality of conviction, right? Mm-hmm. It's it, it's it's not free. Sure. So you have to make but sacrifices. You work your butt off and you get the private jet at the end. That's it. Or or you realize the value of money because you work so hard and you're not going to spend twenty thousand dollars on a private jet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Facebook, and this is funny because I run a social media company, Facebook boils my blood more than anything. And it's not Facebook. It's the people on Facebook because people don't understand money. They right. do not get it. And then one girl was like, oh, my God, I, this is going to make me so angry that I need to go find it now. Not angry but, like, frustrated <coughs> because there's so many people. It's like – um boss makes a dollar i make a dime that's why i poop on company time like i've seen one of those and i'm like well i'm like okay that's funny but like i don't think you understand the sacrifices that your boss has made right like i've worked 80 hour weeks since for the last year and a half yep you work 40 hour weeks and we're lucky if we get 20 hours of actual productivity out of you absolutely and then people are like yeah but i work hard at my job bro you keep yourself busy at your job you don't work hard Let's not get let's not get crazy here.
1: Right, you're either you, you know employees can be um, defined generally into two categories: an asset, meaning you're bringing real value, or you're a resource. And the resources we need warm bodies in the chairs, making phone calls, sending yep. emails. So you know you always strive to be an asset. But it, quite frankly, to tie it into Ripple, uh, my software wouldn't exist if everyone was a rock star. Because oh, you wouldn't yeah. need, you wouldn't need to assess anybody. You just would say, be amazing. yeah. So the 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 easy answer to the person that posts on Facebook complaining about their job is if you don't if you don't enjoy your job or you don't like Believe. your job, go find something you want to do.
0: GTFO. Yep. Um, all right. So the post was: We're honestly a generation of people who feel bad for calling in sick because we are made to feel like a company uh, having staff is more important than our mental and physical health. And then. So many comments which, underneath.
1: Which is funny because you could, you, she could have easily put it in a different way. There have been studies after study, right? Saying that if you give sick time, mm-hmm. if you give five days, sick days a year, mm-hmm. if you don't take that sick time, mm-hmm. you're you actually causing a lot more damage to your company by going in. And owners should know that because if you actually have the flu, mm-hmm. I don't want you in the office because you're potentially sick. getting other people sick. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's really a cultural issue. I think she works at a company She's where the culture W-2. sucks. Yep. And if the culture sucks, or or you create a toxic environment wherever you work, you know people in your life that. Mm-hmm. No matter what job they have, they complain about it.
0: They complain about it, or they've gotten fired after, you know, job after job after job after job after job.
1: Maybe it's not all of your bosses. Maybe it's you.
0: (laughs) I don't want to be the one to tell you, but I think this is a you problem, not an everybody else problem. But then I go, or your and then this is where I chimed in, I go, or your boss uh, needs you to come in because uh, margins are razor thin, taxes are crippling and companies <laughs> along with the uh, and companies can't afford basically the extreme cost of property and you missing work is could potentially cripple that company. Right. You know, I don't know what company she works for, but and then she goes, "Not my problem, you need more people." And I was like,
1: "That's her response to yours?" Yeah, and yeah. I was
0: like, "Clearly, you have no idea how to make money." Right. Because if you knew how to make money, it doesn't just grow on trees.
1: Yeah, but I think there's also I, I, I unfortunately, I think that general outlook is shared by a lot of people. I mean, we've done we've done work with some companies that really want to use us to validate what they think their employee um, interaction quality is in oh, the workplace. That's got to be an uncomfortable and conversation. When well, when when you have enough data and you can have a meaningful discussion with your manager, if you're an owner, sure. and say, okay, we think. Julie, Matt, Nancy, and Bill are great. We have concerns about Gary and Linda. Uh And you go to our data and it supports the fact that you should be worried about Gary and Linda because it shows that their numbers are far lower than the norm on that team. Mm -hmm. Then it gives you objective information to act on. And that, and that, so that post on Facebook, I would imagine, in terms of her interactivity and her psychological impact on her workplace, I would imagine it's very bad. Because if she's posting on social media, she wears it on her sleeve in the office, probably complains a lot during the course of the day. More than likely. And toxic opinions are a lot more powerful than positive opinions.
0: Yes. Um, you, I firmly believe you need to eradicate po- negativity. It, look, it's okay to disagree, but negativity yeah. and toxicity need to be gone immediately. And if you're not willing to get on board with the company message sell your boat somewhere else right because i don't want you
1: although there's a happy medium because i i know a person that used to have the expression we would do annual reviews mm-hmm. and the boss would basically you know we we'd do some feedback at the end of the horrific process of evaluating <laughs> 45 employees oh, and it yeah. would be and, and the question would be asked well what do you think like what did you know were there any surprises how do people react and I, I said, you know, a couple of key employees had, had some fairly significant concerns. Mm-hmm. And when I shared that with the with the owner of the company, mm-hmm. the owner which is just mind numbing to me, his reaction was they should be happy to have a job. I'm not talking about clock punchers. I'm talking about two key assets to the sure. company, and yeah. they're sharing sure. some negative, <laughs> feedback, some some, yeah. some negative feedback. But some, you know, they're trying to be constructive, and they're trying to trying to do the right thing. Do the right thing, and, and, and that's contact. what you want. Yeah, that you you want your rock stars to say, you know, if you if the company is working well, that's great. If the company can be working better, that's that's how you get there. Sure. by taking the opinions and advice of um, key influential employees. And acting on it, because the 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 only thing worse, in my opinion, is asking for feedback, which is what I did during that uh, particular review, Mm -hmm. and and seeing the employee kind of perk up and say, "Wow, I'm being asked my opinion," yeah, and then they share it, and then we don't do anything. The reaction is they should be happy to have a job. That's the worst thing you could possibly tragically horrible when Mm -hmm. it comes to um, culture, and and really what what ripple does is we try to build more positive based, stronger cultures within organizations because you can see your impact Mm -hmm. on the people you work with. And it's as, as you know, but I'll just remind anyone that's listening that could, uh, that could benefit from what I'm doing. It's a completely anonymous platform. So sure. you have six, seven people on your team, you're getting the feedback, but you don't know specifically that Harrison gave you a, a score of this, Noah gave you a score of that, Linda gave you a score of something else. Sure. Um, and over time you can see trends and can build better, stronger, more productive teams.
0: Absolutely. And also I think it also allows you to act more swiftly. You know, if you have an employee that's constantly getting beaten up, yep. you know, for two, three months in a row. Two, three months is a long time. You know, well, what's going? You know, and now you just have that ability to sit down and just say, "Hey, what's going on, man?"
1: Well, and and everyone sees it because we have a dashboard. You have a you have a user account, so you can see what your what your data is showing. Oh, even better. So you know, oh, you- people
0: are ca- calling me out on me being a lazy.
1: Yep. Well, and it's not even the late. It's it's more so the um, the personality you exhibit in the workplace and sure. what that does in terms of. Camaraderie, culture, you know, enthusiasm. Because it's I wish
0: uh, we had this at my old company, because I would have loved to see what people were saying about me.
1: Yeah, well, and and you would get the data, but you couldn't personalize it because you didn't know that I gave you a low score and Joe gave you a high score. No,
0: I wouldn't even want to personalize it. I you would just want to see wanna, it. I would just want to know what the general opinion was of me. Yep. Um, although people are pretty non hesitant to tell me uh, right. what they think of right.
1: me. Exactly. So and and and. Which is, which is funny or productive or you know, interesting sure. as, a, as an in, in individual employee, but as an owner of a company, uh, I, if, if people aren't honest and transparent with everybody, I have a way of measuring. I have a way of collecting and, and, and analyzing, crunching sure. the data that sure. shows me exactly what's going on.
0: Yeah, yeah, look, it's super, you know, not that I don't, nobody at my old company hated me, by the way, so for anyone that thinks like, oh, man, you must have been a jerk. No, I wasn't a jerk. Right. I treated those guys like gold, and I brought them donuts all the time, and they all loved me, and it was all smile and cheers and high fives, and, you know. So
1: your ripple effect score would have been high. Probably. Because you're a positive influence in the office. Try to be. Yep.
0: You know, for the most part. Look, you mess up, I'm going to roast you for it, but... That's fine.
1: So it's all accountability doesn't mean it's yeah, not it's exactly. th- accountability expecting people to be accountable does not mean that's a toxic um component to sure. the workplace. That means that you're you're you genuinely expect people to do what they're supposed to do and own it. It's
0: crazy. What a crazy concept <laughs> to actually expect somebody to do what they're told to do. Um, what two to three minutes? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. This is a shorty, shorty. Sorry. So, no, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We'll have to do another one next week or something yeah. like that. I, whenever you <laughs> want.
1: Whenever you I'm want. Always, I'm
0: always, I'm you, always, you have great conversation. Yeah. Um, and we totally started off with Tesla, which was not part of the original goal, but there is no original goal in this whole thing.
1: Well, te- Tesla's about as technology-driven as you can get, and we're talking technology. Would,
0: did you know that, I didn't know this, he started the company to help prevent car accidents.
1: I didn't, but it makes sense.
0: You know, and I was like, and like yeah, Like I thought know, it was just, more environmental. No, it was. It was like literally to ride keep, the wave, to of keep people safer. Well, and I he mean, knew that technology and computers could react and do things way faster and way better than any human could.
1: Yeah, well, and and one of the big you know question marks is well, how how can this car drive better than a human being? Human oh, beings are horrible drivers. <sighs> They're distracted. <sighs> They're I mean. You know, when when you have all the high percentage of all accidents happen within a very short distance from your home, that means you're leaving, rushing out in the morning, so trying to rush home. So
0: here's my disagreement with that as we wrap this thing up, because I have a very you're strong
1: disagreeing with like statistics. Oh yes, with a data analytics guy. Yes, okay. oh absolutely. Okay.
0: So that's like saying. <laughs> Why do all shark accidents, shark attacks happen within five right, feet of water? Because you're
1: driving around, you're, you're closest to your house uh, more often than you are exactly. in Austin, Texas. Driving your exactly. car. Exactly. Yeah, I get it.
0: So I, I,
1: it's amazing how many shark accidents, uh, shark attacks happen in the water.
0: Oh yeah, it's like <laughs> I, 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 literally just had this conversation with somebody the other day because we were going over this, and I'm like, I'm like, you want to hear some like, like news. Breaking news, CNN, Fox, everybody needs to right, cover it. Right. Shark attack happens in the forest.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: That shit right. would be everywhere. Right. If you, you know,
1: spend 5% of your time on the highway and 95% of the time two miles from your house, then uh, it's not exactly earth shattering. Yes. More you know, grizzly
0: bear attack, mauling happens in the Atlantic. Yeah. Yeah. That's news. That is crazy. <laughs> Right. You know, that is insane, like, you know, Flamingo beats up child in Alaska. Yeah. Like, no, it's never going to happen. <laughs> you know, news. I, b- I got you. So that's, that's a valid that's, point. I love when people point. are like, yeah, but all car accidents happen within two miles of your house. I'm like, yeah, bro, What where are you driving to every day? Right. You go to your, you know, for example, if I got no car accident in my town. I could be going one of three different places: my office, my firehouse, or out to lunch within a two-mile radius of my house because that's <laughs> right. where they all exist. Yep,
1: mm-hmm. I like it. You're right. <laughs> I'm 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 convinced. You've you've switched me over. <laughs> I like the shark attack, and I, and I do like the flamingo uh, attacking a child in Alaska. That's yeah. You never hear that.
0: No, no, no. That's like you know. For example, so I don't know if you know, there was an alligator found in my pool a couple months ago. It made. <laughs> made sienna and stuff like that right crazy because alligators don't live here right news i mean right. look I, I didn't care to call the news but that was my that was my parents but out of the norm right you know car accident getting rear-ended at the
1: stop sign outside your house is not that crazy it's not that crazy yeah. not that crazy valid valid
0: so there's my two cents cool i yep. like it
1: I will come back whenever you want me to be back. I'm in. Uh, right. ha- just tell people how they can find you. All yeah, find stuff. me. You can find me at www. ripple crew c r e w. dot com. Uh, we'll set you up with a 30 day trial period. It's really easy. Super. The user experience is super clean, fresh. We've never had any complaints about. The software, um, some some concerns about the data and sure. what it shows, but that's not my problem. That's
0: that's, that's a company problem. That's exactly right. Awesome, so, man. Well, thanks for coming to hang out. Thanks, Harrison.
1: Take care. Take everybody. care, man.
0: Thank you guys so much for tuning into another episode of the Brutally Honest podcast. I do appreciate it. I probably should have mentioned this in the beginning, but if you uh, would like to support the show or anything like that, feel free to um, subscribe. You know, that's that's literally uh, how this whole thing is kind of built and all that kind of stuff. So if you want to take the time, hit the subscribe button. Uh, I do appreciate it. It does help grow the channel, um, and that's really it. Leave a, leave a review. Uh, there's oh, there's. Oh, so I gotta talk a little smack right now uh somebody else with the name brulee podcast has come into the space i'm not saying go trash their show but let me know what you guys think about the show i'd be curious to know um that's it that's you know i don't say go support them but if you guys want to take a listen you know i'm not gonna not gonna go harm another podcast but this is the og podcast so i appreciate you guys i'll see you guys on the next episode till then peace I hope you guys enjoyed that episode as much as I did. I do, as always, guys, I just appreciate the support. You guys have been nothing but amazing to me. If you guys want to check out my newest ventures, Harrison underscore on social media, HarrisonBaron.com is kind of what I've been working on lately, where you can kind of see what I've been been doing, blogging and all that jazz. But just an absolutely incredible adventure I've had so far. And uh, I'm beyond thankful that you guys could all be a part of it while I'm going through it. So that's it. I love you guys all. You guys have all been nothing but supportive. If you guys want, brutallyhonestpodcast.com. You should have already subscribed. I would hope that you've already subscribed. And uh, yeah, love you guys. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Practice social distancing. This is going to be so weird when I listen to this episode in a year or two and coronavirus is over. But uh, I really do hope that you guys are all safe and healthy or as safe and healthy as possible. Until next time, love you guys. Peace.